Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome to the first episode of the Postgrad Playbook. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are in the world, and welcome back to the third episode of the Postgrad Playbook. I'm Jerry, and joining me today is my co-host, Jason. On here, we get the opportunity to talk to professionals and get the raw inside scoop on their careers and lives post-grad. That's right. We're on a mission to demystify the world of work and to help you figure out how to land your dream job. We'll be chatting today with our guest, Sarah, who works as a senior account executive at Edelman, the largest public relations firm in the world. Sarah, first of all, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We really appreciate you know, you coming on in your time, just to kind of level set the discussion, do you mind giving a quick 30 second background on yourself? Yeah, um, thanks, Jerry and Jason for having me. Um, just a quick intro on me. My name is Sarah Zhao. I grew up in Los Angeles, California, went to college at Johns Hopkins University on the East Coast, and I studied public health with a minor in marketing and communications. Um, now I work at Edelman, which is based out in New York. It's a public relations firm. Um, have loved my job, love being in the city, and um, I'm happy to talk about anything that you guys want to know. Yeah, I guess just to kind of start off the conversation, I guess what is Edelman and like what do they do? Yeah, so Edelman is a global public relations and marketing communications consulting firm and a lot of what we do is we partner with businesses and organizations to basically promote and protect their brands and reputations. And something that Edelman really prides itself in is like building trust with the clients that we work with. Um, and that's like a whole thing around our culture and something that we're really proud of. No, that's really interesting. I guess, well, so I guess what exactly do you do as a senior account exec? Yeah. Um, so for me, I typically oversee a lot of the sales strategy and profitability of the client accounts. And as a senior account executive, we basically are the face of Edelman and we help to build, maintain, and foster client relationships. And so basically if the client wants to carry out a specific like marketing strategy, communication strategy, we are the ones that they go to to help provide advice on like okay what's the what's the best way to execute on basically like a like for example for me an fda filing for a drug that we're trying to promote that we help with um pulling together all the pieces for that making sure that we're meeting all the deadlines making sure that everything's drafted correctly and is with like legal regulatory guidelines but i can speak about that later if um it's interesting to you guys yeah no definitely and that no that's super super interesting i guess just taking a step back like who are your clients usually do they span like are you guys like industry agnostic because it seems like you guys work with you know in your case a healthcare client but you guys can work with anybody is that kind of how to think about it yeah that's basically how it works um so for me i'm on the new york health team but you can also be part of like the brand team there's like food and beverage so brand could you could work with like beauty brands um any kind of like global advocacy brands you can work with too and in terms of food and beverage there's like starbucks burger king taco bell um stuff like that so it's really like 
we work across all kinds of brands. But um, for me, because I majored in public health and just being in the health space was something that I always saw myself doing. Um, it just made the most sense for me to go into healthcare. And so my client is a global pharmaceutical client. Um, they work across a lot of different um, therapy, disease therapeutic areas, but I mainly focus on like the prostate, the prostate cancer disease area, specifically like drugs um, that help like treatment in terms of that. That's definitely super interesting. Sounds like you're really putting your degree to good use. But I guess going off of what you kind of talked about for your work beforehand, where you were like, there's the legal aspect, there's like drafting different proposals. Can you kind of talk about like the different tools or skills you use at the day-to-day -day job? Yeah. Um, so in terms of skills, I would say a lot of it is soft skills and things that you kind of learn on the job, um, which is interesting to me because basically when I first got the job, it was actually a lot of like administrative work and I wasn't sure if it was something that I wanted to do. So it was a lot of like, doing um, agendas and recaps during client meetings and not a lot of the strategic work that I had originally thought. But then once you know you get promoted, then you become more involved in like the sales strategy and the communication strategy. And then you're able to build these relationships with clients that you have known for like what for the past one or two years. And they trust you and see you as an asset to the team. And that's when you really get to execute on um, like all of the skills that you've learned in terms of, okay, what makes a good communications plan? Um, what partners do we know where we can secure media interviews for um, this drug that we want to roll out? Um, all, all that kind of stuff. So as I see myself getting more experience and getting more seasoned in my role as a senior account executive, that's when you really get to participate in like the um, strategic aspect of your job, which is kind of where I'm at right now. I see that's super interesting so like that promotion allows you to take more responsibility hold yeah. a little more hats and like have a greater impact i guess yeah, looking exactly. back like now that you're pretty passionate about health but there's also like the beauty brands there's like you work with like different like food companies as well is it easy to transition horizontally like if you wanted to explore a different field is that a possibility for you at edelman's actually yes um so what i love about working um at this firm is basically if you voice out to your manager that you want to explore, you know, a different part of Edelman. For example, if I've seen people transfer out of health completely and into like food and beverage or into brand, um, it definitely takes a lot of work. It takes not a lot of work, but it takes a little bit of work um, and you kind of have to wait for the right moment. But I think everyone at Edelman wants to make sure that you're doing something that you're passionate about. Um, and something that, you know, makes you excited to go to work. So, for example, recently for me, I've been in health basically my whole career. And I had voiced to my manager that I wanted to explore something in med tech specifically. And within like one or two months, they found an opportunity for me. And I was just part of a new business pitch um, for a robotics client, which is really, really cool in the health space. And if we win that business, then basically, you know, I get to be a part of that account. So definitely, I feel very heard in my role. And if you, whatever you want to do, as long as you let them know, they'll try to make it happen. Oh, no, that's super interesting. It sounds like they really care about kind of your growth and personal, you know, progression throughout the firm. I guess at Edelman and as an account exec, who are you really interacting with on the day-to-day -day, um, 
both with the clients that you're working with and then kind of internally? Yeah. So externally, it's mainly the clients. And sometimes you can have two to three clients on each account. And um, by account, basically, I mean that like you can be working on three different work streams. So for me, I my umbrella client works in like prostate cancer treatment therapy, but then you can work but within that, you know, you can do like the FDA part of the, of the, of the client. So for that part of the account, you're mainly working on like FDA filing and press releases promoting that part. And then there's a second part where you can work with like global advocacy groups. So for us, you know, we are, we have, we're launching an advocacy group that's talking about like prostate cancer treatment for men and like how we can promote that and get people tested earlier for prostate cancer. And then the third part, you know, that can just be like more brand focused. Like how can we bring basically more sales for this brand or like what's the best way to promote this brand? So basically you can, you can work with a lot of different clients under one umbrella. So external facing, you work with, two to three clients per account. So for me, I have maybe around like six different clients that I'm talking with every week. Um, and then internally, you basically work with other account executives that are more senior than you, that are more junior than you as well. So it's a pretty like tiered system. So in the beginning, there's assistant account executive and there's account executive senior account executive, which is me, and then you go to account supervisor, et cetera, et cetera. So that's like mainly everyone that makes up your team. And then you work with other people that are on the digital team. So for example, you will reach out to them if you want to do like social media stuff or anything related to like digital activities. And there's a media team that we work closely with, and they are the ones that are responsible for building relationships with different media outlets to help secure um, articles basically whenever we have like a big event that we want to promote um, so it's pretty cross-functional and you you work with a lot of different types of people but I would say mainly it's the account people that are on your team and then also your clients I guess as an account exec what you know typically what are the roles of the people that you're interacting with on the client side are they from like the marketing team like how high are they up usually kind of in the corporate ladder um, it, or yeah. does it kind of vary from client to client? Um, I would say they are basically all of the leads in the marketing space or in the comms space. Um, so for example, if you have like a corporate client, um, then they have like a communications lead. And so we work with the communications lead to help them execute on their vision or their goal for the quarter basically. And then within that realm, there's also like thought leaders in, in the space that we're working in. Um, um, I guess typically um, wait, at Edelman as an account exec, typically what, what does a week in your life look like? Um, I would say in the week in my life would look like a lot of meetings that you're in, a lot of client FaceTime, um, basically just checking in, making sure that the project is tracking in a timely manner um, and just touching base on where we are at in 
our current activations. And then in between the meetings, you're basically just doing work for the clients. So for example, if you if we're working on a newsletter, then we'll touch base with the clients maybe at the beginning of the week saying, hey, these are the things that we want to do for the newsletter this week. Be prepared to review like X, Y, and Z coming your way with Wednesday, Thursday. So that's basically how it works. There's a bunch of different work streams that are going on. And then we let the clients know that these they'll be coming their way for review. And then once they review, there's the whole process internally on the client side where that piece also goes through review. So I would say, yeah, in short, it's just meeting with, with your client, making sure you're tracking the project accurately and then going from there. Definitely sounds like a very packed week and you're kind of juggling a ton of different roles. Mm -hmm. I guess just like looking back, like what kind of person do you think is really suited for this type of job? Like certain types of personality or like certain goals in life? What do you think helps a person succeed? Um, that's a good question because I think after being in this industry for a while, I definitely feel like you would have to be someone that's comfortable with a lot of face time with your clients, someone that's comfortable in speaking during meetings, someone that thinks quickly on their feet. For example, if the client asks you, you know, a question that you don't have the answer to, you know, being able to manage those kinds of questions and like framing it in a way where it makes it where where it helps the client understand like where you're at and what the thinking is. Um, I think after being in a lot of client meetings and, and participating in them more, I think you just have to understand that your client trusts you to advise them in the best way possible. And so a lot of the times, if, if you don't have an answer to their question, you need to find a way to help them get an answer if you don't have the answer right right then um but I think a lot of it also comes with just experience because for for me I would say I wasn't someone that was super comfortable with being in meetings all the time and someone who wasn't always comfortable with with speaking I think I was more of like an in the background kind of person but I think with any job the more you practice a skill the more you do it the more comfortable you become in it and as you become more seasoned in your role as you know your topic and your work a little bit better, it becomes a lot easier to, to speak about it. And you kind of build a really good relationship with your client. And a lot of the times the meeting becomes very conversational. Yeah, it sounds like you've definitely grown with the role. Like I, I'd be very scared if I had to talk to the clients all day, but it seems like you've kind of like gotten used to it and now you're just growing. Mm -hmm. I guess just like looking at the company in general, like what's the culture like? Is, are there a lot of interactions with like the other teams, like the other teams in like beauty? Is it like friendly? How would you describe the company culture? Um, I would say for the health team specifically, I can't speak to, to like the other um, like brand, beauty, food and beverage, but in the health team, there's a lot of camaraderie within Edelman. Um, you know people that you're not working with um, just from going into the office every day. Um, and then I think the like my team itself does a really good job in bringing people together. Everyone that I've worked with has been super, super nice, um, super helpful, making sure that you feel like you belong, make sure you feel like that all of your questions are answered. Um, and definitely employee mental health is a priority at Edelman. We're often told that like, if you know we need to take 
just a day for ourselves, just go ahead and take it. Like there will be people on the team to cover you basically. And I think just having that kind of support, um, it makes you want to like work harder because you don't want to let your team down. But everyone has been really nice. And I really see myself growing a lot more during my time at Edelman. Sounds great. It sounds like you made a you know, great choice, um, you know, this early in your career. I guess on a more fun note, does Edelman host any fun social events? Um, I would say yes. Um, recently we had, we invited like a drag queen to the office and then there was like a bingo night and it was just really fun to see people kind of a little bit outside of the professional environment. But obviously I think still with COVID, Edelman still being kind of more careful in terms of like hosting big parties, but I've heard stories about like how it was before. And so I'm hoping that eventually we can get back to that. But I think right now it's a lot of just like small team gatherings. Like if we want to go to a bar after work, we will. Um, if we want to do like a team dinner, we'll do that. Um, but I would say like a lot of it is just like a no pressure type of environment. Like if you feel comfortable going in and going and being with like a lot of people, then, you know, you're more than welcome to do, to do that. But if you're not comfortable with going in and like having and attending these gatherings, like no one's going to force you. Definitely sounds like a great company where they really respect everyone's boundaries. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like taking a step back. Like when you first landed the job as an account executive, what did you kind of expect the job to be like before you started? And how did your perception kind of change over time once you started working? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So when I first started, I thought that I would immediately kind of go into strategic planning and being in all of the like creative and strategic aspects of rolling out like a communications plan or like how do we get, um, how do we build a presence for our client? But in the beginning, I would definitely say it's a lot more administrative work. So a lot of like note-taking, a lot of files organization and like just making sure the team is organized and then at first, you know, you, you might think that it's a little bit boring, but you learn a lot of really important skills just by doing all of, the, all of this administrative work um, and working on building relationships with the clients. And then, as I mentioned before, as you get promoted, then you kind of get pulled into the more strategic aspect of, of the actual job. Um, so I would say, yeah, right now it's just a lot more... FaceTime with the clients and like getting to understand the client's vision and like being the person to help roll out certain strategic initiatives versus in the beginning where it was just kind of me doing what I was told to do by, you know, people that were more senior, but that's also important too, because then that's, that's really where you build your skills to help you step into this current role and roles beyond. Super interesting, I guess. Um, I mean, I didn't really know much about, you know, being an account exec, but I mean, it seems like you've learned a lot of skills, have a lot more to learn too, but um, seems definitely seems like a great place to kind of start out. I guess taking even a step further and revisiting back, back to your good old Hopkins days, I guess, how and when did you know that you wanted to be an account exec? Because you majored in public health, um, were you ever thinking about other career tracks or were you kind of um, more focused on being an account exec and working at a, you know, large public, uh, you know, agency firm? 
Um, I would say I kind of actually fell into like agency life. Um, in the beginning, I was, I honestly didn't really know what I wanted to do, but I realized that marketing came really easily to me and it was something that I was good at. And I kind of just took it from there. I was like, okay, what can I do that's related to marketing? What can I do that will capitalize on, you know, these soft skills that I have? Um, and then, so right out of college, I got a job at another different agency. And then basically that's how I began my career. I realized that, you know, I really enjoyed the work. I really enjoyed the people that I was working with. Um, and then spoke with other people that were in these roles through like networking events and then asked them about their experiences and like what they saw themselves doing like years from now as an account executive and just realizing that, you know, that's kind of where I wanted to take my career as well for now. And I mean, I don't know what it's going to look like maybe like 10, 15 years from now, but I'm really happy in my, in my current role. And I think, um, if there's anyone that's ever interested in doing like something like this, then you should definitely go for it because there's, there's really a lot you can learn in this space. Yeah, definitely super interesting and how you kind of were able to find your passion. Definitely want to go into like how you landed the job first. But before that, I guess like what kind of led you to the point where you wanted to transition from one company to the next? Um, yeah, that's a good question. So for me, specifically I had always wanted to work at Edelman out of college and I wanted to do um, an internship there but then with COVID basically that kind of all went down the drain and so right out of college I was just really focused on getting a job I wasn't super like particular about where I wanted to go I just like knew that I needed to be employed in 2020 so that's what I did my first year. I got a job at an agency, ended up really liking it as well, but then still knew that I eventually wanted to work at Edelman. So after a year at the previous agency, I was like, okay, I think I've learned all the skills that I, that I needed um, and think that, it, you know, with this new promotion cycle, it would make sense for me to maybe reach back out to Edelman and see if they had any positions open for an account executive and so I reached out to someone that I was in touch with at the company when I was applying for their internship and was just like hi just checking in like this is me from last year we were in touch um just wanted to see if there were any openings for an AE role and then she was really nice she reached out she was like yes we actually do and then from there just kind of started the interview process and I sent her my resume, told her about like where I was at now. Um, and then it turned into something. Definitely super exciting. Sounds like you kept being persistent on knowing where you wanted to land up. I guess just like with your first company, like do you still keep in contact with some people there or do you um, just, yeah. I don't go ahead. No, 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 keep going. Yep. Um, yes, I actually do. Um, it was, it was great. I made some of my first like agency friends ever at my first job um, and had an amazing manager, um, still keep in touch with a lot of people from the old company. And um, I think once you start working in this field a little bit more, you realize the agency and PR world is really, really small. And so 
I think a lot of people that you cross paths with in the beginning of your career, you'll probably cross paths with like later on in your career. Um, and, you know, people follow each other on LinkedIn. So you always see what other people are up to and everyone's really close. So it's, it's a nice field to be in. Yeah, no, that's, that's great to, great to hear. And it, it's always nice to hear, you know, you're always building your network and staying in touch and you can never forget about your first work friends. Yeah. I guess, can you maybe talk a little bit about the process to land a role sort of as an account exec? Maybe kind of talk about what you did to prepare, what kind of the interview was like. Um, and then maybe if you did, you know, what specific prep materials you kind of looked at. Um, yes. So basically, when I was first starting out, I used my network on LinkedIn to kind of understand like where I was at in the playing field. And so I would reach out to people at Edelman or at other companies that I was interested in and kind of ask if they had time for like a quick 15, 20 minute chat, just like via the phone. And for me to ask about their experiences, like ask about the company culture, what they liked, what kind of people they were looking for, for this role. And so I talked to a lot of people and kind of got a sense of like the qualities and skills that these agencies were looking for in a candidate. Um, and then kind of just like built my resume around that and really highlighted, you know, skills at each company, highlighted skills that each company valued in my resume and made sure that I, you know, had worked on projects or had things that I could say to kind of help bolster um, those characteristics. And then from there, I, before I sent out my application for each company, I basically had asked the person that I was speaking to if they could ha if they could send in a referral for me. And I think just having that support from inside the company helped a lot more because it helps get your resume seen um, just candidly. Like it, it always helps to have a referral. Um, and then I usually would hear back within like a week or two on next steps. And then usually it was good news. Um, and then you move on to the interview. And in terms of prepping for the interview, in the beginning, all you have to do is kind of just understand the company culture, understand what their values are. Um, because as I said, for an account executive entry-level role, it's a lot of just administrative tasks. So just demonstrating that you're passionate about the work, that you know, you're able to multitask and like time manage correctly and efficiently, then you should be good to go. It's only like later on, if you want to apply for more senior roles, then like some of the harder skills like managing client relationships and like being able to execute on like a communications plan, that's when it matters more. But if you're just starting out, I think just demonstrating like your passion for the industry and building relationships with people that work at the companies, that's the most important. Did you find that Hopkins at all? Sounds like you used your network a lot um, and did kind of your own research on the companies prior to the interviews, but do you think maybe Hopkins prepared you at all for kind of this kind of career? Um, I would say just joining, I joined a business fraternity called Alpha Kappa Psi at Hopkins and Jason here is a fellow brother. Um, and I think, honestly, joining that group 
really helped a lot in me, like kind of figuring out what I wanted to do professionally after college. Um, because that was where I first learned how to write a proper resume, um, how to use my LinkedIn network to build relationships with people like in the field. Um, so, and I think just seeing like AKSI alumni come back and speak about their experiences and speak about, you know, what they did to land their job. Um, that was just really helpful, just getting like firsthand advice from people that also recently just graduated and are working now. But I would say Hopkins itself, unless you, I think are very deliberate and intentional in using the resources that they have, it can be a little difficult to feel prepared to enter the workforce. But I would say like with any college student, I think a lot of the times it's it's hard to know exactly what you want to do. So basically my piece of advice is to talk to as many people as you can, try as many things as possible, join as many different groups as you can just to understand, you know, what do you like? What do you really like? Um, I think that will help a lot. That's definitely super helpful. And like, it sounds like you were able to make the most out of your college experience. I guess just like now that you've been working for a few years, like what's the biggest difference between working full-time versus a student? Do you ever miss like exams? Um, I think I miss the idea of being a student where you're able to like hang out with your friends. Everyone lives really close. Um, you could kind of like make your own schedule as a student um, and you know, you were responsible for going to class, you're responsible for studying and kind of everyone was doing the same thing, which made it easier. Like I missed the idea of pulling all-nighters with my friends, but if that were, would I actually do it again? Like probably not, you know? Um, and I think for working, it can be a little mundane, like going to your nine to five, working at the office. But I think once you work a little bit longer and you are able to like build relationships with the people that you work with, it kind of feels a lot like going to school again, just that, you know, you're getting paid for it, which is nice versus paying to go to school um, because you, you like get to see your friends every day and then you get to work with people that you like. Um, and then after work, you know, there's no homework. So you can kind of like go to happy hour with your friends but for me it's like I have a dog now so I look forward to going back home hanging out with my dog um doing non-work related things it's it's nice to be able to compartmentalize like that versus like when you're going to school you know you're always thinking about studying and thinking about exams all the time so it's nice to understand that you know you have a life outside of work definitely resonates with me and I'm sure Jason as well and it's also nice to get a paycheck um every other week to spend i guess we want to also spend some time getting to know you just a little bit outside of work do you mind just kind of sharing some of the hobbies you may have um things you like to do to decompress outside the nine to five but i would say like my schedule outside of work basically in the mornings i wake up around 7 seven thirty. i take her out um for an hour and hang out with people from the neighborhood that we've met through like having a dog and then after that I go to work after work it's more dog time outside and it's nice like 
it, it might seem kind of funny, like, okay, everything that you're doing outside of work is with your job, but I've met so many people in my community just through having Capri, my dog. Um, and it's nice to be, hang be, it's nice to be able to hang out with your friends after work. Um, and then, you know, outside of dog things, we've started exploring different neighborhoods in New York. Um, and that's been really fun, just going to like a new place every weekend um, and checking out like what's going on in that area. That's been really nice. Um, sometimes, you know, we'll try new restaurants, but other than that, it's a lot of dog things, a lot of just hanging out with friends, board games, very chill, very relaxed. Sounds like you're definitely a true dog mom now and takes up a big portion of your life. I guess kind of just to wrap up the interview, what are like your future goals in the next five, 10 years? Um, that's a good question. I ask myself that every day. Um, I would say in the next five years, I see myself continue, continuing to grow my career at Edelman, continuing to build client relationships, figuring out how to you know, be a better partner to the people that I work with. Um, and hopefully, eventually, I you know, hope to become the go-to person that people at Edelman can come to in terms of like, okay, we want to execute this big thing. Like, can you help us do that? And I think being able to lead a big like strategic communications plan like that would be really, really awesome. Um, obviously I'm just starting out right now, but hope to eventually have some kind of leadership position at Edelman. Sounds sounds the like the place to be. Um, yeah. And I guess before we officially wrap up, is Capri around? You were mentioning you know, spending so much time with her, we, we'd love to get a look. Um, yeah. As our viewers would appreciate. Of course. Let me go grab her. This is Capri. Hello. She's very cute. Yeah, huh. she's, she's a mini American Shepherd. She's 10 months right now and the best dog ever i love her well she's beautiful um she's so cute and yeah i guess thank you again uh so much uh for for your time today sarah and thank you capri for letting sarah for allowing us to take sarah away just to you know kind of talk to her about how she ended up as an account exec at edelman and thank you to our listeners for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast <laughs> please contact us at postgradplaybook at gmail.com if you're interested in being one of our next guests. And if you like the podcast and are listening on YouTube, you know, any of the other channels, Spotify, Apple Music, please give us a like, subscribe, follow, or a five-star rating. We appreciate any direct feedback in our DMs, comments, or email. And we hope you tune in next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern time for our next episode.